What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. All right. Hey, let's get into it. Let's just get into it. What let's, do we got going on today, Sean? Well, not much. We <laughs> just have the one and only Anthony Lombardo. I'm back. <laughs> Excited as ever. First three-time guest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What happens when it rains? I can't go to work, so I got to come here so and call. you with us. <laughs> yep, you're on salary, so until the clock hits 430, you got to, Hey, you it's, know. Ni- it's nice to get paid to talk every now and then. Yeah. yeah. That's all I get paid to do. <laughs> yeah, professional, <laughs> professional talker. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what we got going on this week. We yeah. got our very own Anthony Lombardo. We're going to touch yes. on, uh, you know, part of the part of the hiring process, a little bit of a follow up on that, and yeah. then Good. just uh, just kind of rap about life yeah. and you know just where we're at. Just you know, talking shop here. Yeah. In State the shop. of the union. State of. Give the people what it's like at Premier Outdoor Living. I mean, not totally, but a little bit, a little bit of a, a taste. Right. Yeah. Not Can't a full expose. Oh. No, not everything. Not everything. That's a secret. That's in your memoir. Yeah. Am I in it? Oh, you're most of the book. <laughs> you're on the front cover. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this week we, uh, we, we dove headfirst into the hiring process sure and, yes. uh, you know, it's, it's always very interesting because we don't do it very often. Each time it's a lot different. Um, I feel like last time uh, we hired somebody for, well, the last person we hired was Steve, videographer. That was a little bit different. Uh, but hiring somebody to join the crew as a constructionite, is that the term? I think so. That's a good yeah. one. Okay. People understand. Yeah, and I think they get it. Uh, <laughs> the last time I feel like that was when we hired Tom. Yeah. I feel like we had a ton of of resumes come in and they came in like right away. Yeah. You know, we had a lot of job applicants and, uh, you know, it, it seemed super promising right off the rip this time. It took like a day or two to, to start getting them to kind of leads. Yeah. I was in. actually imp- like surprised by that. I so thought I. you were going to get bombarded. So did I a little bit. And I was like a little disappointed that you didn't. It's okay. Yeah. We're here. We're here. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it ended up, you know, people kind of trickled in and we ended up getting some really good candidates. And it's very interesting because everyone is coming with different experience, yeah. different, different skill yeah. levels, different uh, it's like a life good situations. to pick from. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, do we want the experienced guy? Do we want the non-experienced guy? Do we want the, this guy? Do we want that guy? Yeah. And I feel like we kind of did that somewhat on purpose because it's not like we put it out saying like we need we are looking for a master carpenter or we are looking for a laborer we just said like you want to work here yeah do you want to work here <laughs> yeah we're looking for a general carpenter hardscaper it's type of person yeah just, just you show up here. just <laughs> show up yeah number one show up so we kept um, it loose and I, I think that was good definitely and i think it has to be because we're doing everything on the job so it's like even and as our lead carpenter is still like, you know, on paver day and there's no carpentry to do. He's like, all right, where do these pavers need to go? Let me start moving them. So like, there's always going to be a huge array of tasks that need to get done on the job site. So it's kind of like you, you can't just like narrow in on one very specific thing because it's good to let the person know right from the rip. Like there's going to be a wide array of things that you're going to be asked to do. And, uh, we need somebody that's just going to be like, okay, great. 
let's get to it. Yeah. yeah. You know just, what I mean? They just want to work. Like, it's just work. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you you're have doing. A good at the end of the day, it. yeah, work's work. And it's not like, oh, this this isn't under my uh, job yeah. title here. This yeah. is This doesn't fall under my jurisdiction. Yeah. We don't need any of that. Right. We need a good attitude. We need somebody that's going to get after it with us. And uh, it's been very interesting this time with, like, kind of all three of us part of the hiring process, yeah. like evaluating the resumes, kind of talking through uh, who the people were that applied, what their life situation is, what mm -hmm. they're coming from, what experience they have, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Ant, this was like the first time that you were like a bigger part of it, but this person is really going to be like fully your employee, basically. Yeah, I You're guess for lack boss. of a better term, sure, because... I'm out in the field all day to where you pop, you guys pop in and out every now and then to where I'm going to be more responsible for a new employee for like the type of work they produce and stuff like that. So I'm going to spend more time with them. So I was very happy to be part of the interview process because yeah. I, like, I, I, I like to get a read on somebody, just like simple things, how they carry themselves. Yeah. 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 I think something that is kind of interesting throughout this whole process is just hearing the way that both of you describe what it's like to work here <laughs> so like it's like not something that like we like talk about every day like yeah. okay this is what it like to just hear it from a perspective of you guys telling someone else what it's like to work <laughs> here it's just like kind of interesting to like you know kind of sit back and you know you're you're trying to put your your positive spin on it as much as possible and you know also <laughs> well i guess from your perspective right like you're the owner of the company it was the most compliments i've ever heard <laughs> say, like, it's probably any. nice to hear us like say like how yeah. much how cool it is to work here and how fun and all this yeah. good stuff yeah the whole really? hiring thing was just a ruse it was just <laughs> you guys to say nice say things that. about me so thank you we're not gonna hire anybody but i feel like we're gonna do this process like every month now every day yeah <laughs> um yeah, but I just thought that that was really cool. And I think um, you as the lead carpenter, the one that's really in charge of like, you know, taking the lead on on all aspects of building like, okay, yeah. this is what we're going to get after today. Like this is going to be the, the, the goal, the template of, okay, we're going to finish this, then that, then that. Um, tell us a little bit about like, what are the most important things that you're looking for in somebody? And like, how do you try to judge that? Hmm. I think number one, because I don't want to like pin people out with experience because I, I just don't think that's fair. I think everybody's experience and like work journey is different. So like the first thing is work ethic. That's like my biggest thing. And with that, like it's just like, I don't know, trickles down to just like showing up on time, showing motivation, walking with a purpose, taking initiative, asking questions really just to like maybe learn something, but like just like paying attention to the job site, yeah, seeing what we're doing and just trying to adapt to it. For me, like somebody coming and just like asking questions like, what are we doing? Why do we do it? How do we do this? Why, why are you doing it that way? Can you teach me how to do this? Can we do this? I don't know. That doesn't really <laughs> fly with me. Um, but like I'm always willing to help somebody and like teach somebody and learn something, like hopefully learn them something. Um, yeah, so I think work, work ethic is number one. Um, understand they need to understand that it's a physical labor job. Yeah. They can't come in like thinking like, Oh, this is like, looks fun on YouTube and social media that to know, like you're going to get dirty and it's going to, your back's going to hurt. Your hands are going to hurt. It's going to be cold. It's going to be hot. You're going to be wet. Um, I feel like we really reiterated like with everybody at least five times, like 
it's hot in the summer. Yeah. It's very it's cold in the winter. For yeah. me, I hate that. So I don't like on those hot days. You don't want to be around me. You get a little spicy. <laughs> yeah. The weather's spicy and it's spicy. spicy. Yeah. Um, and other than that, just like it's good to just like hear somebody's like outside of work life. Like, yeah. are, like are they a family? Do they have, you know, wife, husband, you know, kids, you know, like what their backgrounds like? Yeah. Yeah. I think you can kind of get a better sense of like what their life stability yeah. is like, like um, and their lifestyle. Like, do you, you come to work, put your eight hours, and go home and crack a beer open, or you, yeah. you know, you go home and forget about work and like enjoy another hobby, or you like like me, sick and twisted, to where like I used to go home and like relive my day at work and like read books and like try to learn more about what I'm doing so I can be better. Yeah. Um, one of you might have been the one to tell me this because I completely forget who told me this, but you know how Chick-fil-A has like really great employees somehow? Like they just have like a yeah. minimum wage fast food job, but they somehow have like really great employees all the time. That's like the biggest part of their interview process. They don't care about their work experience. They just ask them like about person? their home life. Yeah. And that really, because if somebody goes into an interview and is like, well, I love my dad, but I hate him. He sucks. Like, that's probably not who you want to no, hire. Yeah. They, like, their experience might have been good, but that's how they talk. Then it's like, uh, you know, that, you that's know, maybe that's what you want to talk yeah. about. But, yeah. you know, if they're like, you know. They probably need the opportunity more than anybody, though. That's so sad. Well, I, that was just, I just meant they were talking negatively, figuratively. Yeah. But, like, yeah. or somebody who has, like, no interests at all. They're just, like, probably going to go home and smoke weed and, yeah. and like just do nothing Watch at TV night. It's like, well, that's fine. I'm a super motivated individual. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And yesterday we did that with, with the guy we interviewed and we were asking him about his home life and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, these are like good people. I feel like we learned a little bit yeah. about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think having that like outside of work view of somebody is it's, it's weird. Cause it's not, going to like directly correlate with like, okay, this person's into this stuff outside of work. So like, they're definitely going to be a reliable person. Like somebody yeah, that has no, a very yeah. stable family life. Like, I think it makes you think like it, it gives you the inclination that they're going to be more of a stable person. Yeah. Like they're probably going to show up every day. Mm -hmm. That's not always the case for no, sure, yeah. but um, it's just, it's more just like hearing them talk about it. Like, do they talk with passion or do they talk with like, like they're just getting by a robot and I need to yeah. say what I need to say to get the right. job. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It's a good way to like get them out of like the, the prescripted yes. stuff about the job that they've talked about. Like yeah. just ask them about something I mean, know, outside I mean, of work. I and mean, for me personally, like being part of the interview process was like super nice. Like I enjoyed it. It was, you know, I think it was important for me to be there. Um, but at the end of the day, like sh show up on Monday. Let me see how you work. Like yeah. You, yeah, you can talk yeah. all you want. I'm gonna like appreciate what you're telling me and everything, but your work here, this industry, like your work speaks for yourself. If you can make yeah. it or not. Yeah. I think what you said with the way that they talk about stuff, you do get a vibe of just how they talk about previous employers, mm -hmm. or right. like, or just like, you know, the the things that they say. They could have some people had more of a negative spin on like a lot of previous experiences mm -hmm. and like. You know, it doesn't matter if, yeah, those were negative experiences for you and like that person did suck or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, it's not really important to talk about right now. So right. like if, if you're coming in with that attitude that, oh yeah, my last job, like, oh, this, this guy didn't know what he was doing. And it's like, well, that vibe's going to probably carry over if yeah. you bring it here. You that know? was like my number one interview tip that I took away from like my corporate life. Whenever we interviewed people, like 
everyone has like, oh, you have a bad boss or whatever. Yeah. Everyone has that. It's not like a unique experience. No one wants to hear you complain about yeah. them. If anything, like say what you learned or like how you overcame that or like what you did to compensate for that person. Yeah. That shows more initiative than Definitely. being like, I'm the victim. My boss sucks. I couldn't <laughs> get anywhere in life. And I feel like, especially in construction, when you're going from one construction job to another, usually you're leaving that previous job because of a reason, of a reason you hit a dead end or you don't like your boss or you're not getting the opportunities that you want. So it's like, don't dwell on the sad stuff. Like yeah. no one cares. That just means you're going to talk about yeah. this company badly if at your you, next yeah, interview. Yeah, your next interview. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a learning like experience to just like. It's fun, right? Get to, you get like, to, like a stranger walks into the, onto the job site and you're grilling <laughs> them with questions yeah. and you're learning about them and then they walk home and they're like, all right, am I going to deal with this guy for 40 hours a week or am I <laughs> never going to see him again? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's like a month yeah, based from, on that one like a month from now i'm like oh i wonder what happened to that guy what are he's doing now <laughs> yeah because like, they really are going to be around us like, yeah. all the <laughs> time <laughs> that's another big part of it it's just like would i want to hang out with this person for 40 yeah. hours a week yeah. because like it's a super small crew yeah. like we're all like there one person could definitely like throw a wrench into the vibe definitely and mm. it was funny to just like i don't know what it is about like talking to some people that like you just feel more comfortable like like obviously especially me i'm like very like goofy and oh. silly sometimes on site to just like throw out like a really like dumb weird joke <laughs> yeah. to like somebody that i just met i feel like that just felt like a good gauge of yeah 100 like, how they were gonna like just fit in on the vibe <laughs> like if i just say something like really like dumb and sarcastic like are they gonna be like what is wrong yeah, with this dude? This guy like, doesn't know what he's talking about i'm not working here yeah so I thought that was kind of fun. I wasn't really expecting that, but like I just found myself doing it to a couple people and I was like, this something about this feels right. Just, this, is a, yeah. this is a plus. Yeah, like I, I try to live my life. I'm like open and transparent. Like sometimes yeah. it's too much. Sometimes it's not enough, but like I'm just, yeah. Unapologetically <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Aren't we all? So... It's pretty exciting. Exciting times yeah. around here. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're in between maybe hiring one person, maybe hiring two people. We're yeah. kind of like, you know, we've talked to a bunch of people. We're kind of sifting through that mentally, hashing it out. Like, okay, how would this person fit in? How would my role change if this person came in? Would I have to be overlooking what they're doing? Are they going to come right out of the gate and just be able to contribute? So it's, yeah. uh, and it's all to a certain extent, a guessing game. Yeah. So it's like a wait and see. That's a, yeah. Hopefully yeah, it pans right. out, but you never really know. Um, yeah. So I'm excited to have somebody new on board and it always yeah. feels like a, like a reset, yep. you know? We're such a small crew that adding or deleting a person feels like a big shift. It in, definitely does. Like the personality of the crew. So definitely. it's exciting though. Change is exciting. Change is exciting. Sometimes scary, uh, but also it's a, like, uh, I call it change. It's a growing, right? Like these are growing pains. Yeah. Well, Growing is changing. Sure, yeah, we growing. deleted an employee and now we're adding sure, one. Like, so it's now not it's growing kind of in, like in numbers <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah. like, well, hopefully they're better than the last one. <laughs> you, you just figure like, all right, you know, this employee came in, he, he provided X, Y, and Z, but there were certain things we didn't like about. And then, all right, cool. We're going to get a new employee. Let's see what he could bring to the table. Yeah. And then I learned from it like, oh, maybe I, I was this way with this old employee. So I'm going to be this way now because maybe yeah. that could change. And then I grow as like a yes. leader or something like that, you know, and then you, you just start vibing with different personalities to where somebody's personality could bring out something about me that I didn't know about or bring something about you that you didn't know about. And then yeah. you just grow. Yeah. I think instead of like, I don't know, you just seemed like 
almost uncomfortable saying like leader or whatever, <laughs> like, but you are a leader on the crew and like everyone looks to you for like, and how are we doing this? Like, what's your plan? Anything that's like more complicated than like a simple sure. detail. It's like, all right, Aunt, how are we going to tackle this? I think for me, like the whole leader role, it, sure. Yeah, like I, I'll wear it and I'll take it to me. It's just somebody needs to be able to make the decision like on the spot so we can continue to move forward. Yeah. Like when you have like too many chiefs and not enough Indians and like, Hey, what do you want to do on this detail? And you know, person A says, Oh, I want to do this. Person B says, no, do it this way. And person C does do it this way. Next thing you know, like two hours go by talking about a certain detail to where if you just have one person making the decision, you make it and you, you continue on. Yeah. Big on, big on decision making. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Jocko says? What? only thing worse than a bad decision is no, no decision. decision. Yeah, you got to make this. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you make the wrong decision, you can be like, okay, that was the wrong decision. I can correct <laughs> yeah, and, do the, and do the other thing. Yeah. If you just make no decision, then it's like you're just delaying the fact that you still might make the wrong decision <laughs> when you finally do. So, so just, it's something like that. Like, hey, let's do this color scheme. And like, no, I want to do it. Let's just pick one. Pick a deck board, put it on the wall, and let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I think that we should like structure it more like instead of like you're the leader you're the quarterback sure i can handle that you know that's like something but you got you got you got to make the plays some play caller yeah you give okay. me the plays and i'll pick the right play for the current drive oh see i see i like this you're my offensive coordinator <laughs> i like this i'm like the uh you're like the but i'm like peyton manning sometimes i don't listen to you <laughs> oh yeah sometimes you're gonna audible yeah you're gonna, a lot as of much, audible as as audible. i yell in your ear you're gonna audible sometimes but a lot that's, of audible. that's what makes you great you know um yeah i think i could definitely i'm like the the young uh you know like, Mike McDaniel guy. Yeah, like new guy. The new <laughs> yeah. guy that's got this fresh outlook on on how to attack a defense. Yeah. And you're like my you're my Peyton Manning. Yeah. That's you give me the plays, I'll pick the one and we'll move forward. If yeah. it doesn't work, we'll remember it and then we'll pick another one. Yeah. You know, you get and four sometimes downs. You're gonna audible. You get four downs to get a first down. You know, you know, you don't gotta get a first down on the first play every time. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so this is this I feel like th- like I'm full all, all leadership type things should be Put in this analogy of football. Uh, <laughs> Everyone I think earlier you guys were talking about wearing basketball jerseys on Fridays. I uh, think it's yeah. going to be football jerseys now, and you guys can have your little, instead of your names, your little since whatever you, titles you just made. Since you don't really like watch or like follow football that intently, like, yeah. is this resonating as much with you or no? I mean, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. But, but is it resonating I, more than just like traditional <laughs> leadership talk or no? Uh, no, no. Okay. Just, this is going to end up on even. a poster somewhere. Yeah. In some, you like, guys are doing great. Find, find your Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your OC. I love that. Um, all right. Let's have we talked about the, the hiring process enough. Is there anything else you want to touch on that? Not really. I think we I think we covered it pretty well. You know, okay. we got good candidates. We got them from all different, you know, backgrounds to where we have the opportunity to pick somebody that's experienced that can come in right out of the gate and help. We got somebody that's little experience that we have to like mold and train, but at a longer investment. And then we have the option of one person or two people. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's like, how much are we, do we want to put like on my plate to help somebody on the field? And then how many do you want to add that to your plate as well? If we bring on two people to where we got to like tag team it and like, John, yeah. this guy is going to be like more of a hardscaping guy. Like you got to, be his mentor a little bit more just like a hardscape hardo hardscape hardos yeah <laughs> another thing that we are thinking about is hiring one person and a machine and, <laughs> and hiring a machine like you know that 
kind of like is pretty equivalent to one year salary for a person sure. with mm-hmm. health insurance and taxes and workman's comp. Workers so comp. it's like we could hypothetically just buy like a $70,000 skid steer in place of one employee yeah. with all the taxes. And, and that's just like a kind of middle of the road. That's not a super experienced person. They're going to cost you more than that. So that's something to think about that. Yeah. We've talked about it before on the podcast, like when is the right time to jump into that? And uh, I feel like with something like a skid steer, once we have it and we have one on site now that we rented, it's just awesome to have there. It's It's not only so fun, but it's just so big and powerful. (laughs) And like, I feel like we would find so many more uses for it with just like moving stuff around the job site that would make like those really like sucky tasks easier. Just like, okay, this is the closest they could drop this pallet. We want it in the backyard. We can use skid steer to move stuff around. And that's like, you know, better than the strongest person you can find. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Imagine breaking up that massive concrete pad that we had to. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, with no, with what we have. Harbor Freight jackhammer yeah. and some strength. <laughs> that would take a week. <laughs> yeah. And we broke out like a 20 by 20 concrete patio and a front walkway and front mm-hmm. steps and like Till the very, like, at the I'd very see. end, we had to beat it with a sledgehammer a little bit, those steps. but That was more like logistics because it yeah. had to get in the was, dumpster. I mean, we could have gotten days, it. Two days, two people is a great yeah. time. And it was, like, it was like a day and a half. It wasn't even like sure. two days. It was like days. easy. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. wasn't hard work. And yeah. that's, like, something that you could have, you could have five people there to, like, make it easier if you're doing it, like, by hand. But it's going to cost way more money yeah. and, like, even if you have five people jumping on a big task like that, they're all still going to be miserable. You know? <laughs> Even though it's easier than one Machines or two people complain. doing it. Machines yeah. don't complain. Yeah. They break down sometimes. Yeah. With yeah. the dingo, yeah. but so do people. <laughs> so do people. That's true. We've all been there, haven't we? Uh, let's talk about some other things. Some, some okay. other things that kind of popped up into my head were just through these conversations that we've had with people. And one that I feel like, uh, I mean, we talk about, you know, kind of a lot here, but, uh, we did something with that today. It's just like the flexibility to try out new things and not only how that leads to like, you know, unique ideas and, and like innovative ways to do things. It's just makes it more fun. Yeah. You know, like I think that we haven't like, we haven't talked about that enough, like that benefit. Like Mm -hmm. obviously if you try new things, you're going to come up with new ideas and the thing's going to look cooler. But it also gives you this like excitement to like keep things fresh and and new. Like we're we're not just going to do the same column detail on every project. Yeah. It's going to be a little different. We're <clears> going to try out new things, and that was something that you talked about, you know, quite a bit with uh, the people that you were talking to. It's a big sell. It was like a big selling point for me to join Premier Outdoor Living. Um, I come from a background where like I would do like a lot of cookie cutter, you know, projects to where. You, you build 50 decks in a year and next thing you know, like after the third one, like you kind of get bored of it. So on, the, on this typical project and all of our projects, like it keeps you on your toes. It keeps your mind moving. Um, you never go stale. You never feel mm-hmm. like you're in a rut. <clears throat> and the creativeness to it, right? Like I, I'm not like a super creative guy, but it, it's fun to like hit that void every now and then to like think outside the box and like, let me go to my boss and like say this idea that I have because six years ago, if I did that, I'd get laughed at. Now my boss will actually like think about it and like maybe build on it and like change it. So you just feel a little bit more comfortable that like you get to just do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like that's why it feels like such a big thing when you hire a new person, because we do have that opportunity to, we don't do this like beyond like framing and like running deck boards. Like yeah. those are the only two things that like we do pretty much the same every time yeah. other than like shapes and sizes or whatever. Sure, yeah. But like, other than that, if any of us want to try something new, it's usually like, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah. so we have like a pretty short leash or like long leash, I guess the analogy is like to just try what we yeah. want. And if somebody wants to come in, they get that same opportunity too. So it's not like you're going to be taught to do these things these ways and you're going to do it. You're going to learn that way. And then you're going to, you know, people are given that opportunity to grow and try new things. And that's why it's kind of scary when you hire a new person. Cause it's like, are they going to flourish in that kind of environment? Because yeah. Or are they going to want that environment where they're like, I do, I know what I'm going to do exactly. Yeah. They want to be like a to robot. A T. Yeah. yeah. Every single day that I go to work, I don't really want to, I don't have any interest in being creative or trying new yeah. things or like that kind of person wouldn't fit in in our crew. So yeah, I feel like we're really lucky to have that opportunity. Just kind of big time. All of us know that the, at the end of the day, the goal is to create the coolest thing and the best quality thing possible. Yep. And we all live up to that standard. So like, no, will that next person, you guys exceed that standard. <laughs> <laughs> you guys fly so high above that standard. Such a good boss. <sighs> Thanks. You did text me world's best boss. And I did. That was awesome. Cause I, I immediately printed it out. I screenshot it and then we were in the van. So I was like, Catherine, how fast can we hook up this printer and print this out? So when he comes back to the van for the first time in like two minutes, it's already printed out and hanging on the wall and it's and, there and it's there. And it was awesome. I did want to circle back on that in the text. The, the text before that is Anthony saying that setting the beams with Steve wasn't easy. No, I needed help. <laughs> Steve read and he was like, what the hell man? I was helping. Yeah, you told him he was helping good, but you know, they were just, just the, first, the first two. They had a little trouble with like prep and like making sure their ladders were set up real good <laughs> and like understanding yeah. like we got to do this like right. 10 times. So like take the three minutes and get yourself set up. Yeah. Don't be like, I'm not yelling at you guys to hurry up and like get him to me. You guys are, I don't want you to fall and get hurt. Yeah. It was just a funny text thread. Yeah. Steve got in the van and was like, oh man. And I was like, that wasn't what Sean was printing out. Sean just wanted the, the yeah. part that said world's best boss to be very highlighted. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it is what it is. It's a plus like for us. Sometimes and maybe for me being honest can be bad sometimes. Who no. Knows? He knew it was all from love. Yeah. And you were just happy that he, it. you know, put down the camera and Yeah, and he helped. Yeah, he helped. Steve, that's great See, for Steve. See, that's another example yeah. of like how we, you know, yeah. everybody pitches in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um I think one thing about the creative element and like trying new things for me, which has been really cool is like when you first started, it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to run wild with some ideas and like, I'm going to show you like, okay, this is, this is the detail, like this board, like this, this board, like this, as we've worked together longer, like we kind of have that, that rapport where it's like, you kind of know what way I'm leaning. I don't have to like lay out all the exact details. And then since you've like, built a ton of them like columns for example yeah. we've done like i don't know 20 different like column <laughs> yeah, details yeah <laughs> and it's like we can like both collaboratively come up with a cool new way of the doing 21st it first detail now yeah. yeah like it can be a variation of something that we did before that'll make it like easier cleaner to do or you know we'll like just hold up better long term like just all little things like that it's cool to like now have that collaborative back and forth where I can like come up with a creative idea. You can throw in your two cents or, you know, now you're starting to like come to me with like crazy ideas. Yeah. Like <laughs> what we're looking at behind the camera is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a 
we started doing miter folds and yesterday ants like you know instead of just doing one fold what if we folded them one board on both sides yeah. and just did one board and has one two three four five six seven folds seven in folds. one board <laughs> uh you'll see that you'll see that later we'll find out monday if it fits <laughs> yeah but stuff like that is like when you said that i was like I don't even care if it fits. Like if you can just bend a board like that and we can just take a picture of it. If we put it on the steps and it doesn't fit, I'm like, I don't, I don't care if you can bend it and we can make a video of it. Like that's amazing. That'd be so cool. Um, so things like that, I think have just been really cool for me to be a part of. And like, I think it helps me just be more creative. Yeah. I like to think of my mind as like a hamster wheel and I, I want my hamster to keep moving. Like That's exactly it, how I think in my mind. Right? Like when it slows down, like you get bored and you kind of lose like the reason why you're doing what you're doing. Like yeah. I, I love what I do for a living. It's my passion. I'm not going to do anything else. I eat, sleep, breathe this industry. So to get into a company where like you're able to just like be yourself and do what, it, not like do whatever you want, but like think about different ways of doing something. It's just makes it just more exciting to go to work. Yeah. Not like, oh, going to work, oh, cool, I'm going to build a 10 by 10 deck with its gray deck boards with white lattice on the side with white railings and a set of steps and go home. Like, yeah. Who wants to do that? Not me. I would <laughs> I would be so checked out mentally right? and yeah. I would probably go into some deep depression. It would be horrible. Yeah. I would hate that. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think about that? Um, what about the 10 by 10 decks? Just anything. <laughs> Just whatever, anything we've been talking about. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, and I think your your voids get filled with the content. Like you, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. like it's hard to f- think of content. I'm yeah, like, I'm like out of gas for a little bit. It's <laughs> hard. You thought like ten yesterday, <laughs> so you're yeah, good you, you did a good job. Um, I'm like out of gas, so now you guys have to sit in the van and like have to like, oh yeah. crap, we have to think about content. We have to think about ideas and stuff like that. So that's like the same thing, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we I feel like we have a good mix of people though because I think that with creativity for anybody it would come in waves. Like yeah. some days you're feeling so inspired and some days like I'm sitting down and I'm like trying to write a caption for something and I'm like I literally <laughs> cannot think of anything interesting to say at all my brain is done. But like I think that we all balance each yeah. other out because we all have, you know. Yeah. We all have these creative ideas which is nice. Absolutely. You think so? I think I, that like having the creative idea, right. Is one. And two, I think we just all understand like how important the content is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we can like, uh, Sean's like away all day on calls or whatever you do when you're away all day. Like, all right. Very now important. I feel like, <laughs> like very, I would have, very important. I would have to step up and make content or think of ideas mm-hmm. or if like, sh- Sean's away and I'm busy to where like Catherine comes out of the van like Ant, you got any content ideas and I bark at her and she's like oh I'm not gonna ask Ant for content <laughs> anymore so, so I, now, I, now I gotta think of content to do you know what I mean like it's just how it is and it's good that we're we all know at the end of the day like all right the goal is content we yeah. gotta make content you know it's one of my favorite things <laughs> what is, is it, uh <laughs> when Steve will like come back to the van and I'll be like I'll be like, like yeah, yeah you get anything he's like not eh, today it's, um, <laughs> he didn't really want to talk <laughs> he didn't want to say anything he didn't want to talk about it <laughs> so I was like okay we'll I'll, go, I'll jump out there in a little bit I'll talk about something <laughs> I love that he's it's just like uh, true though no, he's, he's not in the mood today. <laughs> it's not in the mood today it's in the mood of that moment yeah like my moment I'd say my moment changes are like at least every 15 minutes yeah. Throughout the day. Yeah. 
<laughs> there was a funny interaction yesterday where uh, it had a good idea for a clip and, and Steve made it or whatever. And the clip came out fine, but Steve showed it to Annie and it's like, I hate that part. I hate that part. <laughs> and then Steve comes over to me and he's like, he's like, Aunt doesn't like this part. Do, do, should I change it? And I was like, don't change it. And then he's like, you had the camera in my face. <laughs> we're like, we're like, let's, the clip is great. Let's just, we'll, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> That is uh, yeah. just a, it's a that's fun the, dynamic. That's the behind the scenes of yeah. Premiere that people don't see. Yeah. It is convenient that we all just speak our minds though. Yeah. And no one like takes it personally. It's just yeah. like, can't. that idea was dumb. Let's move on. We're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. We are all pretty good at just like taking it. <laughs> you know? Like, and to me, like that for me, it's, it, I always fall back. It's like decision-making. And what did you think? Yeah. Of this? I didn't like it. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> like, we can, like we can start talking about how to fix it now. Like, yeah. It's not that I like, I hate it and I think you're dumb and you shouldn't have made it. It's just like, what do I yeah. think? I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all pretty good yeah. at like not yeah. taking <laughs> stuff no. like that personal. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. And I like to, I, that's laugh. how I am too. Yeah. I'm like, do that sucks. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. You're like that? I, sometimes I can be like sometimes. Your, sometimes. Sean's approach is like, oh, it's really good. I love the effort you put into it, but I think we should like maybe do it this way. I'm like, come do All right. We're not doing it then. Let's move on. I just want to build you guys up, man. <laughs> just, just to break it down. down. <laughs> to just know the compliment sandwich. You know, I, this was really great. I love the initiative that you showed. It was awesome. The video is terrible, but you know, I think that you, you will be able to do a better one. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, all I hear is the video is terrible. Yeah. And that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> so I guess I should just cut out most of that other stuff. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to, I want to talk about is like, we talk about this idea of being able to be flexible and not have like this hard set, like super tight timeline on things where it's like, if we go one day over this projected timeline, we're going to be in the red, you know, we're not going to be making the right profit on this job. I think that's something that's really hard for some people to wrap their heads around. Like they've just either worked for companies that are like so production driven um, or they've run their own company that way. And it's hard for them to like see a way out of that to have that flexibility. And we've been able to have like a couple different ways to go about that. One is with the content that is able to bring in revenue to like ease some of that pressure. And it kind of works hand in hand. Like the, more we try new things, the better the content is. The better the content is, the more flexibility it gives us on the job site day to day. Uh, but if you're not doing content like that, I think there's some other ways to like gain that flexibility in your business, like keeping your overhead low. Yeah. Like yeah. how important do you think it is to have that flexibility that we have um, if you were either working for another company or having your own company? Do you think that that is like something everyone should strive for. Yeah. With my experience with all my pa the past companies I've worked with, I think if you're able to, I guess, have like a supplemental income, right? Something that helps you generate income to where like your projects can have flexibility with timelines would be huge for morale for guys. Because I mean, I hated having somebody call me and the first thing they said, like, when are you going to be done? Yeah. Is the project done yet? Are you still on timeline to get done on this date? Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll always strive to get a project done. Like, I don't want to say as quick as possible, but just as like fast as it does to take to measure something, cut something and install something. Um, but I, it's just like a morale killer to just have somebody always like breathing. You're, you're, you're done. You're going to get done. 
to where my mentality is like, it'll get done when it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you can also, you can get to that point where you don't have those super tight timelines and you're still making all the profitability, but that needs to come with a lot of experience, a really good reputation, like a really good process to be able to like build in flexibility, still be super profitable and have everything run smoothly. But like when you're starting out, you can't just jump to that point. So with us, like we have, um, content that's supplementing some revenue to give us that little bit of a breather. You can structure your business. So you have really low overhead and you don't have the overhead of a large company. So you can be more flexible. That's what I wanted to do in the beginning. You can also take a look at just like your personal life and your lifestyle and make some changes. Yeah. Like not buy a house that's bigger than you can afford or all that kind of stuff. I I worked for a guy once his thing was every day he tried to save a hundred dollars. And it was by like returning something to Home Depot or like the stores or something like that or like whatever it was. Like his goal was like every day to save a hundred dollars because you figure a hundred dollars times three sixty five, like thirty six thousand five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? That's like right. No, it would be three thousand. I don't know. I, can't I don't do know. Math. No, thirty six thousand. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. saving thirty six thousand dollars a year, and it was little things like <clears throat> something that he did that I found so funny was. We were on a job and we're, you know, we're doing demo and we have all these, you know, contractor bags filled up and then dumpster shows up. He's taking the contractor bags, untying them and dumping the trash out and saving <laughs> the trash bags. See, no, okay, okay. That I feel like. It's a, it's a little excessive, but he was doing it and I was like kind of impressed by it that, all right, whatever. If that's how you're going to try to save your hundred dollars today, have at it. I, I'm just imagining if I was doing that, like, I don't think you'd be looking at me like, there's my boss. I respect that. <laughs> He's dumping out that trash. He's saving those trash bags. Look at him go. Yeah. But uh, just like returning things, like the returning things was good because I think if you do pay attention to that, yeah, like you could like, oh, after this week, like I'm returning all the, especially in like home remodeling when you collect so many different things, yeah. Yeah. three outlets, a faucet, a mirror, some like one by material and some tram, like it could add up to like, oh, 600 bucks and, you know, credit back to the company. Yeah. I thought you meant like he, out of all the money he made, he set aside a hundred dollars. No, it was like, like the mentality of like saving a hundred dollars a day with like not wasting something. Yeah. Returning stuff. Do you feel like that actually worked or just like he was so preoccupied with trying to save a hundred dollars that he was I losing three hundred dollars? Yeah, I, I think he was, he was like the boss of the company. He didn't really like, was a worker. He was like, his daily task was, was just, just let's save a hundred dollars. If it works for him, that's great. Yeah. Um, I, think I don't know what he of, did with the hundred bucks. Who knows? Did you say it? I never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. But you had to use those old crusty bags. Yeah, I would get a trash bag that had holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little excessive. I think there's some other ways that you can go about having yeah. that flexibility, especially to like build up your portfolio and and like get that sense of morale and it'll be easier to hire people and have people mm-hmm. stay with your crew yeah. because you just have like a better experience on the job site and it's it's a little bit a little bit more laid back yeah for me it's a morale thing that's where yeah. I, it hits me the most being able to like come to work and like when i see you in the morning the first thing is in like so ain't we gonna be done today like i would just probably just get my truck and leave yeah <laughs> like i guess you're not yeah. it's like Aunt, uh can we hang out this weekend <laughs> you're always like no i'm busy i'm like all right maybe next weekend <laughs> I bet by year five, we'll, we'll see. Each, I don't know if we've ever even seen each other on the weekend. I think like maybe three times. Maybe. Oh, you came to a birthday party. Yeah, you came to a birthday party. I see. I see. Was that before you worked here? 
Mm, I think it was just when I, I, Oh yeah, you that was just for your started. birthday in October, right? So yeah. I think that I started in August. I think it was that first. Yeah, I yeah. see you guys more so. than I see my family. Yeah, if you true. think about hours, right? Definitely. I go home. I get home after work. You know, me and fiance and my son. Like we get like maybe three hours, four hours of like quality time during the week, and we go to bed. And we wake up in the morning. It's the rat race of getting out of the door yeah. as quick as possible. And then I'm here with you for eight hours. Well, if she's the luckiest woman in the world, then I don't know what that makes me, but I'm just so happy. Wow. Right. Um, like if, if you think of like, oh, I want to talk to Ann on Saturday afternoon, like just wait a day and a half. I'll see you yeah. on Monday. It's true. I'll, I'll start writing things down. You just broke like, his heart. Yeah. We have like, a, we'll have a full running like conversation queued up as soon as you get there. I'll make hey, these sure are all the questions I had for you Saturday. Yeah. I want you to not only enjoy this conversation with me, but respect the fact that I wait. <laughs> so let's have fun with this. Um, yeah. uh, I feel yeah. like I had, I had something else I wanted to talk about. I can't quite remember what it was though. What will help trigger it? I had a point, but I, Oh, you forgot to No, I, I remember, but we're, I were past it now. What is it? <laughs> Throw it out there. Well, you, when you were talking, I feel like it was a combination of what you guys were both saying. Like yeah. you were like, keep your overhead low and you were like, do things for morality. I think that, having your employees on salary and knowing like when it comes to money, you know, the daily cost of running the business factored in like everything, like insurance, whatever it costs X, Y, and Z to run this company per day. I think that when you have that in mind and you know, you're going to pay your employees either way, then it eliminates that. Like, is it going to be done today? Cause you're not, Mm -hmm. you're putting like an hourly amount on your employees. Like you have that rate on them. Those are just like commodity based people at that point. And then you're treating them as such for us. It's like, you take away that, that like get it done, get it done factor because you're paying them either way, and then it's just more on you to figure out like how to bring more money in because you already know that money. Yeah, is definitely. Going you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Animosity because like you'll come to me, Aunt. Why didn't you get this done fast enough? Right now I'm angry and I'm gonna go to you. Well, why didn't you order everything we needed? You know what I mean? And yeah. now we're creating like tension for what? Yeah, yeah, I think for me it's always been helpful to like look at things from like further back. Like if you look at everything day to day, like when I first started telling people that like everybody was on salaries, they're like, what do you mean? That's like how that doesn't make any sense. What if it rains? I'm like, well then it rains and we try to do what we can. And if not, then we don't. Yeah. But like you have to like factor that in over, like look at the bigger picture because otherwise, you know, those things are still going to happen. You're still going to have rain days. And if people are on salary, you're paying them anyway. If they're not, they're sitting at home like, I'm not making any money today. So yeah. it's going to be harder to keep them. Mm-hmm. Like you still have those same things. And if you can just like, just learn to like step back and look at that bigger picture, you're going to be so much better off. Because if we look at today, it's like, what do we do? We built a set of temporary Every steps for the front yard and then we hung out all day and it cost, you know, <laughs> quite a bit of money. Like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, but is Aunt that worth that it cool. to hang out with you guys all day? Absolutely. <laughs> but no, I mean like things like that. So I like, just have to pay you twenty five hundred dollars and I can go home. <laughs> yeah. If I accept it, which I won't. Right. Um but yeah, like if you're like really like so dialed into the numbers that like you can't detach from them. Days like this would drive you nuts. You'd yeah. be like, I just spent $2,500 and all we have is a crinkled up deck board over there. <laughs> That's all we have to show for it. Yep. But like, you know, it's these days happen. And the same thing with this job, like this job's going to go slower because well, not only somebody left during the 
you know, start of it, start of it. But also it's rained like almost every yeah. day. It's yeah. slowed us down a lot, but we're going to have some jobs where it's not going to rain at all. So like you need to step back and look at that bigger picture and like, you know, just take it as a whole instead of these little individual parts, because you'll go crazy. You'll drive your employees crazy and it's just not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to think of that thing I wanted to ask. I can't remember. It was so good too. God. Okay. Well, can we move on to the bad sales story while you're thinking of your question for Tony? Mm, cliffhanger. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, Bea. So right. you want to know? Yeah, let's hear your bad sales story. So before I was with Premier, I did own my own little company for a short stint, about a couple years. And <laughs> this one time I got a call about a guy wanted a deck built. I was like, oh, awesome. You know, build a nice little deck. And phone conversation went well, went and met with him. And we go in the backyard and the entire time, all he was talking about how he can build this and how it's easy to build decks and how he just doesn't have the time and he, it's, you know, building decks is easy and he loves to do it. And I'm like, all right, man. And I'm looking at his project and it's like a 500, 600 square foot deck, kind of high off the ground, about three sets of steps, all at different elevations. Cause like the yard kind of sloped a little bit. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you're, I don't think you could have built this. So I'm just like getting a vibe from him. Like, oh, does this guy think like my price is going to be too high because he can do it himself? And then, you know, we're talking like we're talking shop now. Maybe he wants to impress himself or whatever. I don't know. So I'm just entertaining it. And next thing you know, like we're in his garage and he's, he's like showing me all the tools he bought. And like he's got like that little miter box with the handsaw, yellow and black handle. He's showing me like his drills and like all this stuff and I'm like I, I don't know if this is gonna be a good fit to where I'm gonna like clean up on a Friday and like come back on Monday and like there's decking on the deck and I'm like what are you doing man he's no, got he his Ryobi drill still out there yeah, <laughs> he would come like, out while you were out yeah, there like, fully dressed in his like, little full get up like, like I'll give you a hand buddy <laughs> Yeah, so I just think when you when you deal with customers that talk about how easy the project is, that they could do it themselves, they just don't value the like the skill set that I can provide. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, the, and like the money, not the money that I'm trying to get because like I want to be a millionaire, <laughs> but like the money that I deserve with the care that I'm going to put in the project, I just I don't think that's there. Yeah. All right. Well, plus or minus half the tools were in some way attached to a pegboard in a one-car garage. <laughs> no, there's a lot of jelly jars, right? Screwed, okay. to, the, screwed to the ceiling, like little yeah. nuts and bolts. And like, it just was bad. Like, I, I don't know. I, I Listen, I appreciate people that DIY and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, like it's one of those like stay in your lane moments. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't like, oh, I enjoy like, you don't like become a doctor like on the side. Like, oh, I can like do open heart surgery, right? You just cut the person open, like tie a couple things together, call it a day. I don't know because I know an orthopedic surgeon. And he's like, you could definitely, <laughs> definitely, you could do, definitely this. do this. Like, it's literally just like carpentry, but with bones. Like, tools are similar. I could probably. I guess, walk I guess you what it comes surgery. down to is the value. Yeah. It depends on the value that you want to put into your home and your project. Like, if, if you don't really care about your kitchen and you just want to do a little DIY kitchen, have at it. But if you if you want to sit down and like, it's like eating dinner at McDonald's or an expensive steakhouse. Yeah. You know, you're both gonna get the same calories. Yeah, same rewarding feeling, right? Like. Whether it's a cheap kitchen or an expensive kitchen, you can still wash your dish. You can still cook your food. It depends on like the experience that you want and the value that you want to put into it. Yeah. yeah. 
Love that. Well, that could have all been avoided if you used groundwork, eh? What's groundwork, Sean? (laughs) It is a way that you can screen out your potential clients with video walkthroughs. And if you want to try it out, use code HARDWORKINGHAPPYHOUR50 for 50% off your first two months. And, uh, you know, you'll be putting in the groundwork for better things to come. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well. I never thought did of you? my question. Oh, okay. no, no, I did not. So you, you know what that means. Of, do you want to think of like a fun question to ask, Anthony? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, you can do the bee, bee jellyfish one if you want. What? No, that's no, that's just dumb. I want to <laughs> okay. ask like a really good question. <laughs> Ours was, would you rather eat? A, what is it? Be trapped in a room full of bees or eat a jellyfish? Trapped in a room of bees. That's what we both chose as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, these are the kind of things that happen in the van. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, uh, all right. Since we're going with the football analogy. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. We're, we're on the same football team. Yep. You're the quarterback. Okay. We got a whole, we got a whole team. Yep. I must be a starter somewhere. Where are you going to put me? Where am I going to put you? Yeah. Offensive side? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta be on the same side of the ball. Um I think I, I would put you at like a slot receiver. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Because I'm gonna put you somewhere on the field where I'm gonna get hit immediately. You're gonna catch the ball and just go on the ground. Like I don't need we don't need you to be flashy. We don't need you to try anything else besides just focus on catching the ball and falling on the ground. Right? Like I'll put the, if the defender's to the left of you, I'll throw it to the right of you so you can catch it and then he's gonna tackle you. Yeah. Because I'm confident that you can focus on one task at a time. Really? If your task is just catching the oh, ball. Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Is, well, no, if like you're like thinking about like oh, I'm gonna catch the ball and I'm gonna run hundred yards, like no. First, first you have to catch the ball, then think about running hundred yards. All I gotta do is catch the ball and brace for impact. Yeah, That's not it. a lot of yaks on your no statue. No. But I, I'll I'll give you the respect that I think you can get some receptions. It's always like those those you know smaller white guys that are slot yeah, receivers. Just catch so. the ball and get I'm to not the Wes ground. Welker. Yeah. And no, he, see he can move like oh okay <laughs> not for size at like a Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson was just what? That's the, amazing. He was just he was a no yaks. Look at his stats. He wasn't a yak guy. Catch the ball and that means yards it. after catch. Yeah, you didn't oh, know. Okay. okay, he's the man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, straight loyalty. Played for the Panthers. Like average his whole like career. three yards yaks, but straight possession receiver. <laughs> exactly. with them big hands, yep. big body. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Big hands, bigger body. <laughs> Woo. Lot to love. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, <laughs> thanks for uh, all your great insight. And since I forgot uh, my s- such good question for you. We'll have to have you on. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you got to come back. So I uh, hope everyone liked this episode. If you did, please, uh, you know, hit subscribe on yeah. whatever podcast platform that you have. And also, uh, if you have a question for Ant, write to us on Heartbreaking Happy Hour. If, if you want, you know, if we have them on again, you want to ask them a question. Or if you have some topics for us, we'd love some feedback. So, uh, you know, subscribe, give us feedback, leave us a review. Yeah. And if you want to follow Tony individually, what's your handle? Premier Tony? Premier Tony on Instagram and TikTok, I think as well. Well, you're the most premier Tony I know. So, all right. Well, with that, I guess that's it. And uh, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. Great time. See you Monday.
Yeah. 